Hey friend, welcome back to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am back with you again. We are continuing on our journey to healing. I hope you have been enjoying this series so far. I'm finding that it's been very helpful to myself to go through this process with you and also just hearing your feedback and how this is encouraging you along the way has been very helpful to me as well because I don't want to do anything in vain. Now, if this is your first time here, I just want to give a content slash trigger warning that things discussed in this episode are not to be used as professional advice or replacement for therapy. And also, it is not to be advice to be used in cases of like severe abuse, domestic violence, severe victimization, anything of that nature. This is me just sharing my journey to healing, things that I am going through, experiencing and encouraging you along the way. So we can all get to be healed. Now, today we're going to talk about owning your ish, because I've found that on this journey to healing, a lot of times we are focused on external factors and the external things that are happening to us. If you've listened to the previous episodes, I've talked about being stuck in that fixed mindset and that victim mentality that kind of keeps us stuck in a place of things always happening to us and expecting the worst and looking for bad things to happen. And we're all about switching up that mindset right now to go to a growth mindset. But in order to get to that point, you really have to start to own your stuff, own your ish, own your part that you play in situations, own things that you have control over, start to be intentional in all of your actions. So then you can start to get that power back that you can really begin to heal because healing is action. It is going to be constant action. Healing is not linear. It does not go smooth. It's not all in a straight line. So it's going to take constant action, moving, adapting, evolving. And to do that, you have to take ownership over things. Because until you take ownership over things, things you're going to allow things to continue to happen to you or allow things to continue to go a certain way. Yes, we can't control everything in life, but we can take ownership and control the things that we can control. And one way that you can begin to kind of own your ish is to take accountability. And what I mean by accountability is that you're an active participant in things that are happening around you, with you, to you. And you're taking accountability for the role that you play in them, for the part that you play in them. It doesn't have to be anything bad. It can be something good, but you are accountable along the way. So you know that this is the role that I am playing in the outcome of this situation. Because part of the thing is when we're going through the healing process, until we start to take accountability and kind of own that stuff, it can kind of have power over us, whatever it is. Going through the healing process is usually something, some kind of pain or anything that has happened to us. And until we kind of own that part, so to speak, it can have that power over us. So when we're being accountable for things, we are recognizing that these things have happened. We are not turning a blind eye to them anymore. And then we are recognizing also our part in certain things that may have happened or certain things that are going on in our life. The best way that I can try to explain this is say that if you're involved in a situation and it could be a relationship, let's talk relationship. Say in your relationship, you aren't liking how certain things are going in your relationship. In a relationship, there are two active participants that are involved in advancing this relationship to the greater good to be the best that it could be. 
Now you can sit around and complain all day. Complain, complain, complain. I have been a complainer, so I understand what that means. You can sit around and complain about things not being how you want them to be, things not looking how you want them to look. You can complain about what your partner is doing, complain about how things aren't working out the way that you thought they would. But at the same time that you're complaining, are you taking that time to do kind of that inner work to say, okay, I am complaining about how things are from my perception, but as an active participant in this relationship, am I taking ownership for the role that I may have in things not looking how I want them to look? Because a lot of times we all just get caught up on that external, pointing the fingers, looking outside, that it's hard to kind of turn that scope back inside. But when you turn it back inside, that is when you start to see the things that you can control, the things that you can take accountability for, and the part that you play in situations. But then once you start to look at everything as a whole and you stop kind of pointing that finger on the outside, then maybe you're able to start to see what role you're playing in the relationship taking the course that it's taking. So that is what I mean by taking accountability for things that are happening in or around you. It's not about controlling the other person. It's not about what someone else may be doing, but it's about looking at the active role that you are playing in that situation. And then another part that comes along with owning your ish is something that I am finding being helpful to me in this healing journey. I started doing something called shadow work. Now you may be familiar with this, but it was kind of a new term to me that I have come across. But it's really, we talk about we all have like skeletons in the closet. That's what we used to say. We all have like those skeletons, but now it's like we all have those shadows that are there. We're like a shadow version of ourselves because our true self kind of, kind of becomes buried in our pain, in life's experiences, lessons from life. We kind of start to become, I see it. This may not be the technical term of how it's explained, but this is how. I see the shadow work. I see it as we have become the shadow version of ourselves. And now by doing this shadow work, we're trying to pull our true self out of the shadows. So it's kind of like when we used to say we're digging those skeletons out the closet so we can start to heal, deal, and move forward. We're dealing with that stuff. So with shadow work, it's kind of asking yourself those deep questions that make you really reflect on the inside as to why do certain things trigger me? Why, when certain situations happen, do I react this way? What kind of things have happened in my life that caused me to see things in a certain way? You start to progress and ask yourself these deeper level questions. And it's really getting to those things that you may have kind of buried and packed away, that trauma, that pain, whatever it may be. It's getting to that so that you can start to be free from the shadows. You can start to identify and connect with your authentic self again. And the thing is, like with me, I thought I was walking around in my authentic self. And as I said, I was in certain areas, but when it came to personal relationships, I keep saying that I was basically living in the shadows, living on surface level. And that's not just in marriage and all that. I'm thinking friendships, connections that I make, having severe trust issues with people as a whole. So I have started to do work on that to figure out where these trust issues come from. Why do I have these trust issues? How can I work through them? That is part of me owning my stuff. 
realizing I have severe trust issues as a whole with people in general. And that is why I only let people get but so close to me. And that is why I have a surface level relationships and have a hard time trusting people. So now that is part of the shadow work that I am doing to figure out why this is and how I can change that and kind of take ownership over that. Because when you have trust issues, that can really keep you bound in so many ways. And really this kind of owning your stuff, it's really just a step-by-step process. It's a process. I'm trusting the process. I'm going through the process. And I know that it is all going to work out for my good. A lot of days I don't know what is going to happen, but I am trusting the process. So this week, it's all about owning your stuff, owning your ish. What do you have in your life that you need to own? What things have you let had power and kind of control over you? Are you just now like, no, no more. You no longer have power over me. This is not how it's going to be. It is time to step into your power. And one way to do that is to own your stuff and just stop looking at everything happening to you and everything that's always going to happen to you. Do that shadow work. Get to the bottom of some of your deep-seated issues. And if you need to, go ahead and seek out a therapist. Professional help is there. Therapists are there for a reason. Even therapists need therapists. Go get some help. You can have God and you can have therapy at the same time. It's all about becoming your best self. So this week in the healing journey, I want you to go forward, figure out how you can start to take that ownership. Because once we start taking ownership, realizing we have a certain level of power in our life and things don't have power over us, that is the biggest thing, freeing ourselves from things. Things don't have power over us. Nothing has power over us. So once we recognize that things don't have power over us, people don't have power over us, we own our shit. We take accountability. I try not to curse. We take accountability and do all that we are supposed to do. Then we continue on that journey to healing. So I want you to go out there, continue on your healing journey, be your best self, and own your ish today.